Yo, 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 what it do, what it is. We back again for episode three of Comfy at the Crib. What up, though? It's your boy, your host, Sir Dolo, Dolo the Don, Don Dolo, whatever it is you want to call me. Just make sure you put some respect on my name. Shout out, Birdman. Hey, look, man. So, yeah, we back in the same fit from episode two, whatever. It went a little long, and we back again. It is what it is. It is what it is, okay? Um, so we getting into episode three, um, the bread and butter of what I originally wanted to get to in episode two. However, um, I kind of just end up going a different direction. But all seriousness, really going to focus down, um, going to buckle down and focus up on uh, sticking to the script. And today for this episode, first of all, I had to, I had to take the glasses off because uh, the whole ring light with the shine in the eyes. My bad for that. I'm still getting to this whole getting used to this whole being in front of the camera thing. So we had to take the uh, take the glasses off. Um, if Dolce and Cabana is under here, it is what it is. I work overnight, so I'm used to being asleep around this time of day in the mornings. Uh, my routine is to be knocked out right about now. Uh, however, here I am up because I went to bed last night at like, I don't know, probably like eight, nine and woke up probably like three and then spent time with God probably like the first hour took a shower ate breakfast it was like 4 45 I'm cooking breakfast sun coming up and uh yeah here we are man so that's what it is all right here we go so uh comfy at the crib this is my humble abode my space my creative space right here this room that we are in um, if y'all didn't know, so right now I am recording this in my home in Tucson, Arizona, where it's going to be like 110 degrees today. OK, I got the scully on and all this for aesthetics. And it's actually a cool 74 in my house. Just how I like it. But outside it's hot as devil's toenails. OK, I'm just letting y'all know it's hot. Now, we ain't got no humidity and people be getting into that whole conversation of like humidity versus the dry heat. Look, it's hot. It's hot regardless. I don't prefer either if if I really had a choice. Um, so, yeah, man, make sure y'all sip water and mind your business and drink your electrolytes because water ain't going to be enough. All right, man. So we're going to get into it. Um, this episode is airing live or whatever. This episode is airing and will be published uh, probably either the day before my birthday, July 7th, or the day of my birthday. So hopefully if you're one of the first to see this, uh, you will be able to understand this. So first of all, happy birthday. Thank you to me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not July 7th or 8th right now, but it's fine when y'all do see this. Thank you so much for your happy birthday wishes. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for the calls. Thank you for the texts. 
Um, thank you in advance for all the love. Thank you in advance for all the comments, the calls, texts, you know, gifts. Hey, man, if y'all want to give me hey, look, we, we give women all the time. Men like gifts, too. Men like gifts, too. I'm going to drop my cash app, matter of fact, in the link. Uh, I'm going to drop my cash app. Uh, uh, and I'll tell y'all what I like, you know, in, in, in the caption or whatever. And y'all could uh, send it to my Amazon locker for real. Hey, I'll take any flowers that I can get as a black man in America. Okay. Uh, we like flowers too. And I'm not just talking about just like the regular, like actual physical flowers. I mean, granted, you can send me that too. Um, but yeah, we, we need love too. We don't just provide. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. Let's stick to the script. So I wrote a letter. Let me prop myself up. I wrote a letter to myself, right? <clears throat> I wrote a letter to myself. I am a 31, getting ready to be 32 years old, young, black, strapping man. Um, I wrote a letter to myself a couple of weeks ago um, around the time of Father's Day. Um, if you all don't know, I am a father of three beautiful and amazing children, my daughter and my two sons. And I am very, very grateful eternally grateful to God for blessing me with them not to take ownership of them because they are not my children in ownership those are those are God's kids he just allowed myself and their amazing angel of a mother to come together to be the vessel to bring them into this world and we're supposed to steward them and raise them but they really belong to God uh thankful to God for blessing me with those three amazing children thank you for my support and family Supporting friends, nieces, nephews, cousins, uncles, aunties, unofficial un uncles and aunties. And uh, of course, like I said, their beautiful, amazing, astounding mother. I love you. Thank you for all it is that you do. Thank you for tag teaming. Um, birth in these three amazing blessings uh, into our lives and for making me a father. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, Father's Day passed. And I was struggling on that day. Honestly, I was struggling a couple of weeks leading into it and I, I couldn't quite put my thumb on it. But I was struggling during that time. And one of the things that came out of that time is me realizing that I needed love. I needed a hug for real. I don't remember the last time I got a hug. That's that's I ain't gonna say it's a shame, but it is what it is as a black man. Look here, women, especially black women, because uh, look, at least for me, that's my preference. Black women, um, men need hugs. We black men, we need hugs for real. We need it. Um, and that's something that I realized through a series of events um, leading up to that. So I, I literally wrote myself a letter and I gave myself the flowers that. I would like someone to give me on Father's Day or for my birthday. Um, having the knowledge and the wisdom to know that you can't expect people to treat you how you would treat them or like, you know, what I'm saying you can't expect you from other people and those people shouldn't expect them from you. You see what I'm saying? What you do and how you move and all that stuff is dependent on just you and who you are and stuff like that. You can't expect everything that you put out. You can't expect to get back that exact same thing from people. People are literally the most unpredictable creatures on God's green earth. For real. 
humans. So I kind of just had to step back and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do for me what I want someone or others to do for me that I know they more than likely won't do. They can't do. And that's okay. But guess what? I can do it myself in a sense because you got to kind of have that self-love first before you can really nurture and receive it from others you you got to know and get it from you and get it from source which is god our lord and savior so we're gonna get into this letter um it is a little lengthy and it is very personal and this is probably the most vulnerable transparent honest and scary thing that i have ever done in public that I wasn't chosen to do by a ministry or I wasn't forced to do it by a parent or a job wasn't making me do. This is all me and all God. And I felt like he called me to do this. And while it is scary and nerve wracking and stuff, it is also the highest honor for God to trust me with this and to use it for my own breakthrough and revelation and I know that it'll help somebody else out there, too. So I'm going to read it off. It ain't going to be all just, oh, from the heart, straightforward freestyle. Like I did that while I was writing it. I edited it. There was a draft. There was a second draft, all of that good stuff like that. So um, if you love looking at these beautiful brown eyes, you may not get a lot of that on this episode. And it's OK because I'm reading. OK, so I'm going to bring it up. Let me get a little swig of water because pinky up. (laughs) All right. Here we go. For the first time in my life, I decided to write a real letter to myself that will stand the test of time and outlive my body here on earth. The purpose, well, this was originally written in advance to my future self. I wrote this about two and a half, three weeks ago because I knew that I would need it more than ever during my solar anniversary, my birthday, A. I struggled insurmountably this year in 2023, kind of unbeknownst with Father's Day. But to keep it a buck, I've been struggling internally for as long and as far back as I can remember with myself, not just my position and my role as a father. I felt it coming along as Dad's Day week approached, coupled with another significant day to highlight, in my opinion, in my perspective, uh, that I had been preparing for and working through. Though I didn't attach it strictly to Father's Day, something was stirring in me. I was confused and thrown off because, like, I was killing it at work, training up another soldier, you know what I'm saying, working on my shift. And I was even getting busy and, like, killing it at the gym, too. Like, leg day, chest day, back day, uh, buys and tries, like, whole nine yards. I'm going in. You feel me? Yeah. 
So after much needed prayer and communication with God, peaking as the weekend approached, I also had a much needed and unexpected conversation and venting session, honestly, uh, with a trusted friend of mine. Mind you, I called them. I picked up the phone and called them to check on them and support them in their time of struggle and processing some grief that they were walking through personally. Now, by the time I got around to me and we got around to me and like where I was spiritually, mentally and emotionally. The conversation was riddled with exposure and tension of highlighting my growth while still being and feeling disheartened and low spirited by my circumstances. The tension and pressure of potently and voluntarily and unsolicited the outpouring into others that I've been doing while also being so much in need and craving and desiring to be poured into even a quarter as much. I was like sizing up my efforts versus my ROI. I'm, you know, being grateful for what God has done and, you know, all of his work and all it is that he's doing versus having thoughts like, am I aiming in the wrong direction or am I am I doing something wrong? Like, am I am I not doing enough? Like, like, keep keep it a being like as this, I be I be talking. I don't know how y'all talk to God. Y'all be all using thou and all the tongues. And hey, I be talking to God. G real with it. I'm like, hey, yo, God, how you going to have me out here doing all this work? Right. Extending myself. Waiting on and serving others while I'm waiting on and serving you. And I'm allowing you to work in and through me, changing my whole DNA and my MO. And still seemingly nothing is really changing on the outside around me. Like my circumstances are still looking the same. And the same precepts and boulders that were in my life that brought me to my knees devastatingly seven months ago are still sitting in the same results and the same stalemate if not deeper in lowness and seemingly out of reach and out of possibility from coming to fruition or getting better like make it make sense man it was here yet again that God started to reveal to me the roots of what I was really feeling, what I was really thinking and what I was actually going through. The past five years, that was 2023. So five years, math, what is that? 2018, 2019. The past five years have been the most challenging and uprooting time of my young adult life. Filled with many milestones, transitions, disappointments, and life-altering moments and events. Most of them, you know, filled with the fleeting feeling of honestly feelings of being inadequate somehow. Always sizing myself up, always comparing, struggling with patience, so many things. Now, some of these things are photo in a frame and a wall worthy, like for real. Great stories to tell others and get that. Wow, you really did that. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. 
Shout out to you, bro. Hey, bro, I don't even know how you did that. Couldn't be me, bro. Hey, I'm trying to be like you when I grew up. You know the, the typical black man mantra. <laughs> Things like that. Others almost landed me, almost landed me in jail. Being dependent on the state for my next meal. Paralyzed in fear and shame engulfed in childhood past traumas trauma responses destruction panic attacks depression anxiety chokeholds multiple heartbreaks and heart attacks both caused and absorbed and mostly mostly the burden of stomaching and walking in the byproduct of a few decisions that I made in seconds or moments in the past that have possibly forever altered the landscape of not just me, but my family and my children for generations to come. I told you I'm at comfy at the crib. We're going to get into some real stuff. It's, 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 it's going to get heavy in here, but pain is inevitable. Growth is a choice. Remember that. So we're going to keep going. Through consistent and intense prayer, as well as hand-wringing therapy. Yes, I'm a black man, voluntarily, sitting on some stranger's couch in therapy, pouring out my heart, my mind, my struggles, my traumas, asking for help. Make this normal. There shouldn't be not a single eyebrow raised at this or a <gasps> what? We been needed this for this generation and the generations prior. Go to counseling, go to therapy. Um, so like I said, you know, consistent, intense prayer, therapy, and an immense amount of self-conviction, reflection, and journaling throughout my days and over time. Uh, this fighting the good fight. Uh, and walking with God for real. This journey is truly the definition of the road less travel. Let me tell you, it is not of this world and it is not for the weak. It is not of this world yet. I have no choice but to be immersed in this world here on Earth, uh, which is brokenness. OK, I, I ain't going to cuss cuss, but it's, it's the, the, one, the one that start with F and ends with a K. OK, uh, this world is broke. OK. Uh, not to mention, I'm naturally influenced and conformed to its brokenness, just like you, because of my sinful nature that I am born with. OK, yet that's exactly what he God called of us and of me. To be in the world, but not of it. You feel me? It's a paradox. It's the polarity, just like pain is inevitable and growth is a choice. OK, this has been some of the etching of my journey of life book for quite some time behind closed doors. I've had skeletons and demons and closets and under floorboards for years. OK. I've had rotting bodies and saran wrap like bricks in the ceiling or buried in the back uh, the backyard for just as long. Holy Spirit has been calling and sending me notices for them to vacate, you know, 
uh, banging down my block like SWAT. <laughs> and I've been sending them to voicemail. I've been putting him in the junk drawer and lying and deceiving and coping for God knows how long. Not so surprising plot twist. Hoarding is dangerous. And free will is a double edged, double sided sword. I made the decision white knuckle aggressively this year. And if white knuckle is you gripping it so hard that your bones is white knuckle death grip. Aggressive this year. And my decision to do what I've needed to do for a long time. I'm going to keep it a bean with you. I've gotten my feet wet. I've splashed around and I've ducked my head under the water a few times on and off, so to speak, for a couple of years. You know, a little dibble dabble here and there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, a couple of weeks, a day or two, you know. But this year, I say nah. I dove head first into the deep end, bleeding internally and externally, broken, beaten, battered, bruised and down bad, bad. OK, you know, you know, it's you know, it's for real. If you got to repeat it twice, bad, bad. Uh, and I had no floaty or lifeguard in sight. I had to let it all go. Some of my ideologies, some of my ways, my fears, my traumas, my unhealthy habits or mindsets, patterns, so much. And letting it go wasn't just burning these things. It wasn't like not having it, it wasn't like 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 having them moved into a new house or moving this baggage into a new relationship. Or a job or a zip code. You know how we like to, oh, new year, new me. Or, oh, I just need to get out the city and this, that, and the third. Or, I just need a new environment. I just need a new space. Y'all know how we like to do sometimes. We're not really addressing a true issue. And it's like, it's you. It ain't the environment. It's, it's you. You can try to run. Let me tell you, a little bit off script. You can try to run from yourself and run from your problems. You can run as far as you can see in the horizon miles away. You can change another state. You can change your gender, which you definitely should not be trying to do. Uh, you can change your girlfriend. You could change your relationship. You could change your Facebook password. You can get a new weave. You can cut your hair. You can go to the gym. You can dye your hair. You can lose weight. You can gain weight. You can move across the, the damn country. You can't outrun the work you cannot there is not a distance you can go to outrun the work all right back to the letter uh yeah i wasn't ignoring the work and ignoring the problems or trying to block it or block them because it, it might be a person that you're having issues with I mean, you can block them, but like it's going to take more than that. <laughs> um, and I'm proud to say I had to stop drinking it away. There have been multiple times in my life where I found my I don't know if it's the right word, but it sounds like a church education uh, restitution. 
I found my sanctuary. I found my safety. I found my coping and I found my numbing in drinking a bottle of whiskey, a bottle of Henny, a bottle of bourbon. I like my liquor like I like my women brown. Um, Yeah, I had to stop doing that. I had to face my issues head on every single day all throughout my days. Um, Digging up my skeletons myself. I had to go down in the basement and knock those walls down and face them one by one. Naked, vulnerable, and afraid. Crushed. Bleeding profusely. In this process, I am not going to lie to you. We are comfy at the crib and we also are being humble, open, and transparent. We a hot boy, hot girl in here. Um, I'm not going to lie to you and say that it's been pretty. It's been the exact opposite as beautiful as my skin is and this luxury beard okay um it's been absolutely gut-wrenching it's been ugly it's been hard it's been terrifying and sickening at times the pressures of life and the tension of spirit versus flesh or good spirit versus them other spirits Tearing me and my relationships to shreds, literally. The weight of backbreaking discord within myself and those that I said I love in the past and even in the present. Um, And the three sets of eyes of my miracles, my children. So, yeah, you know, uh. All of these things are a great attribution to what beat me down this path, not walked me down this path. It beat me down this path and this decision that I made and I've had to remake multiple times every day throughout these days. Um, It beat me down this path. God is uh, God is interesting. He's amazing. He he is also very interesting. Um, he will use any and every everything to get his message and his plan through to us and through us, like through to us here and then through us. He'll use any and everything, everything, everything. OK, Um. Mm. My little miracles, specifically my children. If you guys are watching this, when you guys actually like grow to age, you can actually understand this because y'all too little now. Um, But if you see this, I love you. I love you guys. From the bottom of my heart and even deeper. Um, My three miracles specifically unknowingly have already been adversely affected by their father's mess and him not taking care of things as he should have previously in the most effective manner and it could ripple down to other innocent parties um, that they touch in their lives or worse their children and I can't knowingly pass these transgressions or continuously be never mind to the roots 
and their rotten fruits or fruits that look nice but are actually drenched in ghost pepper oil can't do that i can't do that for the sake of comfort or fear of addressing my issues traumas challenges and fears y'all still with me i hope so if you see yourself anywhere in this if you've ever felt like any of these things that i'm writing in this letter if you've ever experienced it thought about it caught a whiff of it in your life you are not alone you gonna make it through i just want to pause and, and just let you know that we gonna keep going there is no higher honor than to be used and trusted by God and called his child and to be in partnership and relationship with him. Self-talk part. Hey, bruh, <laughs> he's been training you day in and day out. And every day you have been showing up ready to work. You've been feeling beaten and bruised, overlooked and underappreciated, undervalued, like the potency and consistency of your efforts that you've been, uh, you know what I'm saying, that you've been getting uh, are like, like they're getting watered down and forgotten and added to the junk drawer um, when it gets to its delivery address. You've been feeling defeated. You've had thoughts of defeat um, at times. You've questioned why. You've questioned when, God. You've questioned how much longer. You've questioned what else do I have to do? Have I not already done and given so much? How much more repenting do I need to do? How much more admitting my faults and going back to the past to dig up these things and these situations to see the true root and the true light in them. How many more times do I need to go to therapy and look like a fool? How many times do I need to go to counseling and feel my body being torn to shreds as I can't even stomach sometimes the sight or the thought of the version that of myself that I used to be in the decisions that I've made? How much more? God, do I have to go through in order to receive your promise, in order to get out of this space, in order to grow from this, to move on to the next level, to transition and elevate up, to be promoted, to see her smile again? Like, to see her smile at me because of something that I did or that I said or I was able to help her with. I can't remember the last time I seen her smile from me. These are the thoughts that you had and that you felt and all of the stuff like that. And it's okay because you're human, bro. You're not a robot. You're not perfect. God gave you emotions and feelings for a reason. They aren't king. 
and everything that you feel and everything that you think isn't reality. Yes. And it does have relevance to the greater purpose for your life. You just got to figure that out and just do it with God. You're human. Like I said, continue to accept, continue to accept the grace of the Lord, our God, which is renewed daily. (laughs) Side note, you're designed literally to need it like that every day because life be life and bro. And you you be doing some stuff. You be tripping. You be wilding. You don't be obedient all the time. And okay, I so when God was like, "Hey, my grace is sufficient," and I I renew it daily. He knew. He accounted for you fumbling. He accounted for you being you. He accounted for you not listening all the time. He accounted for you being exactly who He made you to be, human. And that's the beauty and the polarity of it. Oddly enough but beneficial if you choose to let it be um you aren't perfect my boy sis you aren't perfect and he knew that you would go through these sort of things and feel this and you know feel this way and have these struggles and these thoughts and he knew you would go through obstacles and have challenges he accounted for all of that when he died on that cross and he rose on the third day And when he created you, he accounted for all of that. The real fruit is in continuously choosing him and walking with him. God ain't never left your side, my boy, sis. He ain't never left your side. Even when you purposely were wrongdoing, even when you purposely walked the other path, even when you purposely pivoted from his guidance, Even when you purposely disobeyed and uh, you did that thing that, you know, wasn't right. It may have felt good in the moment. It may have seemed like it was the best option or you ain't had no other choice. Deep down, you something was in you telling you like, nah, this ain't it. And you still did it. He accounts for all that. He still love you. Yeah. So there's no need to be discouraged and think that he's going to forsake you now as you actually run towards him and you actually trying to get right. And you can also have a gripe or two and complaints on the way. You're human. He accounts for that. Obedience is not in the absence of feeling a way about it. Is duty. You get it done. We think that obedience is so hard and sometimes it is your obedience to show up to your job on time and they don't even really care about you like that. You show up to work on time. Your boss say, hey, I need these files filed by three o'clock. You say, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And you do what you got to do to do it no matter how you feel about the day. How can we can't be obedient for God who actually gives a, a, a rat's tootie patootie about us? It's life, man. I get it. I get it. I get it. He's building you up, my boy. He's building you up, sis. Preparing you for your role in the future and in his kingdom if you've accepted his salvation. If not, then you you need to do that step first. Um, If you can persevere through tribulation, suffering, stress, 
etc. now in this isolation and developmental period while still committing to duty. That's proof to God that he actually can trust you with more. More assignment, more purpose in life. I'm grateful for the pressure. I've buckled before. Lord knows I've buckled multiple times. I have buckled. I have disobeyed. I have let the weariness and I have let the world and let my feelings run me and be in the driver's seat knowing damn well they ain't got no license and they don't truly know where to go. And I let them drive a wheel and it has cost me so much in my life. It's cost me severely in my life. So, yeah, I buckled <laughs> before and uh, it caused me insurmountably to this very day. Yes. And I'm thankful for renewal, for repurposing and another chance. And the training that God has putting me through. I pray that this message, this video, this excerpt, this. I pray that this whatever it is you want to call it. I pray it reaches all those who may need it now or later in the future. But really, I did this for myself. As I mentioned, this is a letter to myself. It started out as a letter to myself. I'm working overnight. I realized I needed it. I started typing up and about midway to a quarter of the way through, I was just like, this can help somebody else, not just me. Literally, um, I know it can be beneficial to others if applied. The submission of my submission to our creator was the best decision I've made in my entire life. I, I'm a testimony to it. It's the best decision I ever made in my entire life. My adolescent submission was what it was. Um, it was of adolescence. For me, it doesn't fully cover my adult life. Um, and I had to redo it with knowing. Yes. And. Uh, it is still difficult AF. It is still difficult. And sometimes I want to say F it and just catch a vibe. Can can we keep it? Can we keep it real? Can we keep it real? Sometimes I just want to just throw throw my hands up and say, bro, let me call so and so. Let me get back on the dating apps. Let me go out here and whoop whoop to the club. Let me call up so and so and say a couple words, hit a little couple swoons or whatever, whatever, so I can get back in some yams like. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't. I continue to abstain in more ways than one. Over and over again, multiple times a day, every single day, I abstain and have restraints. Especially when it doesn't look or feel like I want it to. As long as God is walking with me and I am making the choice over and over and over and over and over again to walk with him step by step. I know I'm where I need to be in that moment. Take it from the anxiety stricken, unconfident, paralyzing, deception using, conflict avoiding, 
courage lacking kid that I used to be and operate from. Newsflash. <laughs> Not just in adolescence, but in adulthood too. <clears throat> He's still here, by the way. The anxiety, conflict avoidance. <clears throat> He's still here. Much smaller traces, much smaller amounts. And I've wisened up to not let him drive anymore. That was a smart choice. The insurance premium that he kept putting on my life from crashing and totaling. This here vessel. This here heart. This this here mine. Insurance premium through the roof. Like how you driving a 91 Grand Marquis, but you got an insurance premium as a 2025 Lamborghini. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. <clears throat> so, yeah, um, he's still here. I don't let him drive no more. And know that transformation is available to us all. No matter what we have done in our past, no matter what we just did, no matter if you still smell like and look like what you've been through. Um, no matter if you're still thinking about it at this current moment. Come as you are. Come as you are authentic, broken, beaten with all that baggage. Come as you are. Comfy at the crib. I got space. You can set it down. God is here. Remember, God is here. Matter of fact, matter of fact, God be like the more the merrier. Excuse me. That's a fact. God really be like the more the merrier, the more baggage that you got. He's like, I love it. Bring the bags. What airline do you know? Matter of fact, take it a step further. God be like, you know what? I'll pay you for your extra baggage. What airline? Look, these airlines, look, even look, Southwest, all right, Southwest got a little up, you know what I'm saying? Two bags fly free and everything after that. But most of these airlines, you know what I mean? 35 for the first one, 50 for the second one, anything over 50. Pop, pop. Look, God be like, I'm going to pay you for the more baggage that you got. He don't charge no baggage fees. It's free. That's what his salvation is like. It's free if you receive it. He pays you for the baggage in exchange for his renewal and repurposing of what you're lugging around. Matter of fact, he says the heavier, the better. <laughs> he enjoys rolling up his sleeves and working miracles to and through you. Yes, even you. Uh-huh. Yeah, you. Okay. Uh, especially you, as a matter of fact. And nobody loves an amazing testimony of transformation, repentance, and elevation through meekness. More than Facebook. No, no, not Facebook. More than Instagram. No, 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 not Instagram. More than TikTok. Mm -mm. No matter how many cap cuts you do, that still ain't the answer. Nobody loves an amazing testimony more than God. He loved looking at that like, yeah, look at my child. Look how they even turned it around, turned it flip side upside down, and they out here flourishing. That's that's my child, that's my son, that's my baby, that's my daughter. Look at them, look at them go. Do your thing, do your thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's really how he be when we be out here obeying. The angels literally be be waiting. I saw Mike Todd uh, example. He was like, God be waiting just to bless you, and he literally will have like the blessings just like. 
getting ready to just come off the ramp and just like come out of heaven and just drop on you. And he just be like, hey, the angels just be, they be, they be ready to celebrate. He like, whoa, whoa, hey, let's see, let's see, are they going to obey? Uh, uh, ah, they did it. All right, let's go. Let it through. Like, blessings, blessings, blessings. Like, that's, that's really how God be, be waiting to bless us when we obey, for real. Sometimes you got to hold it back. It's like, ah, they ain't, they ain't ready for this yet. I thought they was ready. They not ready for it. It's cool. We're going to work with them some more. We're going we gonna to do some more training. We're going to do some more development, a little bit more patience, a little bit more polishing. So that way they can then steward what it is that I'm getting ready to bless them with. Everybody wants to get the bag, but you get it and then you fumble it. Why? Because you weren't ready for it. You weren't trained to sustain it. To, to nourish it and to multiply it. Everybody just wants to get to the bag and be in a rush. But what's better than getting to the bag than getting it and actually being able to hold it, actually being able to plant it, actually being able to be fruitful with it and being able to multiply it with it, not just spend it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, you can do it, sis. You can do it, bro. Uh, through him, for sure. And yes, it will still be hard, okay? Uh, so... Hard is also living a life of comfort, GPS, and destruction. So my question is, uh, what will you choose? Because what you choose leads to what you accept. Choose your hard. Uh, I didn't know that this was going to even go this long or end like this. We rolling on about 45 minutes. That ain't bad. Uh, some of y'all scroll Instagram longer than this during the day, so don't complain. Uh, yeah, at least this is something that's actually fruitful and beneficial for you and not mind numbing because that's what a lot of these social networks and stuff is. Uh, but this ain't it. This is comfy at the crib. It's a safe space full of nourishment, snacks and growth mixed with a little bit of pain and struggle and frustration. But we're going to get through it together. OK, Um I, I honestly didn't even know how I was going to end this, but here I am. Remember, I'm reading this. This is a letter, you know, a little bit of freestyle here and there. Um, here I am. I didn't expect to write half of what I did. Nonetheless, I say this final piece. I'm naturally not the one to be in the mix, especially like we say with social media and stuff like that. No shade to y'all who are. Um, I'm even more purposeful to remain disengaged as well um it honestly just does not sit right with me and my spirit and who i am and how i operate intentionally like just trying to be all in the mix like it literally makes me itch um and not but and as far as real life if you know you know um i was asked in college quick story time i was asked in college probably a psychology class or something like that and I remember being asked by the teacher, professor, whomever. Um, they said, if you could tell your younger self one thing, one word of advice. What would it be? What would you tell him? I swiftly replied. Speak up. They was like, is, is that it? Like, is there more? I was like, nope. Just those two words? Yep. Speak up. They was like, why? 
why so simple? Why just two words? And my reply was something like, I would tell him to speak up because his life and death depends on it. The handful of people close to me in this world who truly know me uh, understand the immensity of my why and, you know, some of the things that I went through in my childhood, adolescence and even in adulthood. My younger self is so proud, so, 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 so proud of this version of me present day. My future self is grateful for my present day decisions and spirit as they carve out the landscape for him, my future self and our family. And though every step of this walk is still tough. I know my God is dapping your boy up extra proper, okay? He's dapping your boy up extra proper, and um, he's doing a multitude of good works in me and around me and through me, too, to other people. Because the blessing stops with just you, it may not have been from God. You're supposed to bless others, too. Um, I've taken up my cross daily. And I don't say that arrogantly, it's confidently and knowingly. And I'm also still telling you that I be struggling, okay? Uh, But I do this consciously, intentionally every day um, to allow it um, to do what it needs to do and what it's supposed to do. I'm inviting to it and I expect it and I'm persevering with it and within it. And as far as speaking up specifically, I'm proud of myself for a lot of the things related to that answer specifically uh, over the years. I've spoken in pulpits and churches. Shout out to Grove Baptist Church, Portsmouth, Virginia. I forget the address, but y'all can Google it. Um, I've spoken in multiple pulpits and church, classrooms, uh, recreation centers, convention centers, restaurants, stages, arenas, radio shows, uh, and more. And I've done this on like North, South, East, West Coast, yeah, everywhere. Um, I've published and performed creative works of art like spoken word, literature, and music for the world, literally. Uh, Sharing myself, just to name a few. Hundreds of thousands of people in different places across the country, the globe that have seen, heard and have bore witness to my voice and or my words and intellectual property. This pen is fire. Um, And today, but today. In spite of all that, with all of that and just bring it all full circle today. I would have to say like today, right now, my most proudest, my most proudest shining moment of all in this speaking up category to the world is right now recording this and pressing post and publish to you. That's what I'm proud of the most. Speak up. God bless you all. And thank you. We're signing out on another episode of Comfy at the Crib.
Thank you for your time. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your grace and your understanding. I hope that this episode was fruitful and beneficial to you. Whether it is you learned something new or you dug a little deeper and found something and you see it from a healthier and a better perspective and realize that you still got some work to do. No matter what it is, that know that God is with you and that you are not alone. And anything that you ask in his name and in his spirit, he will give it to you. He is an on-time God, and he also operates outside of time. Just know it's not the time of how long it takes for things to come to fruition. It's about the heart that you have in the midst of the process as you build a relationship with God. That's what he desires from us more than anything. His divinity has to keep him separated from us, but his divinity is also the same thing that has him yearning and desiring to be close to us and to have a relationship with us. That's an amazing God. No matter what you do in life, no matter where you have been and no matter the things that you have done that you think are unspeakable, un, un, unshakable and unforgiving, there is nothing under the sound of my voice that cannot be forgiven by our Lord and Savior. He still loves you. You got this. You got this. We signing out on Comfy at the Crib. Make sure you take you something to go. If you need something, you need something to drink. Hey, no drinking and driving. If you pulled up a glass of wine or whatever, hey, make sure you get home safe. Hey, I got an extra room upstairs if you need, you know what I'm saying, to crash for a little bit. But in the morning, hey, you got to get a bone out of here. I'm just letting you know, okay? Uh, like Martin said, you got to get this step in. I'll see y'all on the next episode. Peace, love, and positivity and growth and work because here at comfy at the crib we always remember that pain is inevitable and growth is a choice i hope you choose to grow have a blessed day we